Say, if Disney was molesting your kids, I think that they would be out of business. Did you ever stop to think about the many uses we make of light, the everyday things around us, and the less obvious applications? Light is projected through the negative. Well, sadly, the news has not been very good today. A rooted air was stabbed in the chest by one of his women. Accusing him in a scheme to steal millions of dollars from preschoolers. He said she was dying of cancer. darkest moments. So we're going to talk a little bit about cults. Uh, mm-hmm. James, you have a, uh, a little expression that you heard about cults. Well, it's not a quote of mine, but on the um, on Leah Remini's documentary about Scientology, the guy that she does it with, his name's Mike Renner, and he was the public face of Scientology for like 20 years. And he had a great quote. He said, if you want to know if you're in a cult or not, see what happens when you try to leave. So that's a lot of what they go through is the um, disconnect. Disconnect. You're yeah. disconnecting like, oh, my daughter left Scientology. She's wrong because the Scientology people told me she's wrong. It's a full disconnect. And then you're just told you've got to disengage with your daughter. She's dead to you. So it's not a handshake and a gift basket on your way out the door. No, it's an ingenious no. thing. I mean, if you really look at what L. Ron Hubbard did when he designed that thing, it's an ingenious thing. He came up with an idea that Scientology will save the world. And everybody that doesn't believe in Scientology is trying to corrupt you from Scientology. So the only way that we can fight corruption in Scientology is all three of us, we need to stay in Scientology. But if somebody starts questioning Scientology, we need to report them. So they come up with these reports, right? So if you walk up to me and say, oh, well, I'm having questions about this, it is my duty to go to Royer and tell him, no one's thinking about leaving Scientology. So then we both gang up on you. So then when you do come to the realization that Scientology is wrong and you leave, it is our duty to disconnect from you and not talk to you. And by shunning you, we are trying to help you and bring you back into the fold. The thing about cults is I get the appeal of the cult leader to a degree um, because having influence over other people is an addictive drug. Right. I mean, to be able to exert influence. One time I was at a George Thorogood concert, and it was in between the feature band and then him. And he was going to be the main act. And everyone was absolutely blitched drunk, right? And we're standing in a long line for this restroom, and it's got an L shape to get into the restroom and then around, you know? And we are all just bursting at the bladders, and this line isn't moving. The first L, there's a garbage can full of all the paper towels that people throw away on their way out. And this guy's drunk, and he starts going, oh, this is ridiculous. I can't believe we have to wait this long. Oh, this, is, this line is too long. So I said, garbage can. And my friend said, what? And I said, garbage can. So then my friend John goes, garbage can. Gar-. And then literally 50 people in a restroom all screaming garbage can, and they had no idea why. And this guy just whips it out and just pees in the garbage can. And he was smiling and happy about it. He looked thrilled. Like he had just pleased the masses because they were chanting, and he did it. And I was like, that felt 
great. I took advantage of people in a vulnerable position, drunk in this case, um, got a good chance started and got someone to break a law. And there's, I mean, that's like a little tiny baby Manson, but yeah, it felt pretty good. It felt pretty good. So now that we know that Royer would control people's uh, urination if he was a cult leader, uh, mm. James, how would you be as a cult leader? Well, you brought up the power to influence people. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. It is intoxicating. When I was in college, I would talk people into getting drunk all of the time. I was good, man. I'd have made a great cult leader. I have a question then. You're good at it. Mm-hmm. It felt good. Right. What's the drawback? Why not just start like a cult leader? Because I don't want to hang around stupid people. Mm-hmm. If you're dumb enough to where I can talk you into something, I probably don't like you as a person. I was like, if I could convince you that there was somebody living in that closet over there that had all the answers, some other dumb shit, that I had a statue that could bring you the truth, if you would actually buy that, it'd be a real turnoff. If I could become a cult leader that talks smart people into stupid things, I could deal with that, but I don't know if that exists. All right, brothers. The time has come. The prophecy says that the end is upon us. As the countdown on the grand clock reaches zero, the wicked will be punished for not opening their hearts to the truth. The earth will open up and the dark lord will announce his coming. The wicked will tremble before his words and the thousand years of darkness will begin. We have made the potion that the all-knowing has provided us. We will say our last rites and drink the potion. Then we will join all of the other houses in the Brotherhood on the other side of the Great Divide. The Brotherhood will prosper for 1,000 years while the non-believers suffer in the beds that they've made for themselves. Then, once the darkness has had its time, we, my brothers, will return with the light. That will be a glorious day, my brother. It will indeed. The only thing better than our time on the other side of the Great Divide will be our return to this world with the light. I can't wait for our return. Let's hasten our return by beginning our journey, brother. Will you go and get the potion from the refrigerator? It will be my pleasure, brother. Here you are, my brother. Thank you. Now, as the countdown on the grand clock winds down to its end, let us prepare to cross the Great Divide. Hold on. Yes, brother? I only count two bottles. Yes, that's right. But there's three of us. That is also right. Uh, So, are we just going to divvy these two up? No. The knowing father was very specific about the potion. There's just enough in each bottle to fuel our journey across the Great Divide. But what am I supposed to do? That clock is almost at zero. So I'm just going to be stuck here with the lost? I'm just going to stand around here for a thousand years with the Dark Lord's pitchfork up my ass, waiting for you deceivers to come back with the light? Is that it? Is that what you're telling me? Is this because of game night? Seriously? I apologize. Those who left us obviously were not worthy. No, brother. Your brutal exploitation of the loopholes and monopoly at the expense of any sort of group enjoyment was forgiven. You'll be joining us on our great journey. How? You're going to drink your bottle. My bottle? 
Yes, your bottle. The bottle that was behind our bottles in the refrigerator. Oh, his bottle. Oh, the one that was behind the sour cream? Yes, that bottle. Yes, that bottle. I thought it was an extra. I, I miscounted. Yes, just go get your bottle out of the refrigerator, but hurry. The clock's about to reach zero. Whew, brother, I am so sorry. Guys? Hey, I don't see this other bottle. Uh, It's not another bottle. Guys, I don't... Is it behind the mustard? Behind the sour cream. Wait a minute. No, there, there, no, that's not it. G- guys? There's not another bottle, right? I mean, we trusted this man with our last feast before the great fast. The last thing I'll eat on this plane is going to be a turkey bacon BLT. I'm not crossing the Great Divide with somebody that wouldn't take $500 from Baltic Avenue. Cheers. Fuck! Wait. It it should have happened. The the earth should have opened up. (laughs) Man, I knew this was all bullshit. I am the Dark Lord. You have all refused to receive the truth into your hearts. Motherfucker! A thousand-year reign of darkness will now begin! So the Catholic Church has been through some stuff, let's say, recently. (laughs) Um, We've had uh, continued... Stories coming out about uh, molesting kids. Mm-hmm. There was also a story about um, molesting, raping nuns. And it doesn't seem like they really want to do much about it. No. Uh, so my question is... <laughs> They're definitely not in front of this situation. Is the Catholic Church too big to fail? Because I have to say, if it was any other company, let's say if Disney was molesting your kids. I know Disney is huge. They're a billion-dollar company, whatever they are. But I think that they would be out of business. Oh, so yeah. so what makes the Catholic Church like this? Why are they too big to fail, basically? I think they have to be too big to fail. I mean, if you're not, if you haven't quit on this thing now, I think they have to be too big to fail. Um, well, I'd like to think that they aren't. But, I mean, why is it? It seems like it's because they're the largest real estate holder in the world, from what I understand. Um, that's not a country. Um, they have a massive amount of wealth in that you know, because they own a lot of real estate. They, and now they, and they pay no taxes on it. Damn. Because, um, especially, well, at least in the United States, I don't know about other, what other countries' tax laws are, but in the United States, yeah, you don't pay. And so it seems like that this was the point of it. I mean, you can't just believe that this molestation stuff goes back for as long as these people are saying. Why? There's no reason to believe that it didn't go back for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. It, it's, it's actually, you'd be stupid to think otherwise. Well, there were definitely so, things going on. Yeah, and in way things that were way worse. You had Inquisition, you had all these other things. Um, so you have the world's largest real estate pedophile pyramid scheme, and I hate to say it, but I think that was the business. I think the business of telling people how to think and what to do is kind of ancillary to their real estate slash kid fucking 
pyramid scheme program that seems to be the heart of their business. Well, I mean, to give a little credence to that, it was never written anywhere that you couldn't marry. The uh, the apostles were married. Now, he did tell you to come and leave your wife, basically, and follow him, but I don't think he made anybody break up or divorce their wives. But if you don't allow your priests to marry, then basically you, you cut the cord of inheritance. So basically anything that they have goes back to the church in the end. So for the longest time, uh, that is why they started that, I know, if you really go back historically and look at it, even though maybe they, they will tie it to something religious. That's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to pass that money around to somebody else's family. I want to keep it in there. I'd keep my kids celibate, too. Well, cause I'm going to keep it here. It's more like, if, if I bring it back to Disney, it's like if Disney said, uh, how can we get our CEO's money like when he dies, how can we get our employees' money when they die? Basically, just allow them, like, have them sign something that say that whatever they make really is the churches, wherever they are is the churches, and anything at the end just gets, like, basically reabsorbed Absorbed. into the company. The thing that I love about the concept of Disney and the Catholic Church is, like, when the Pope comes out and does these, like, we fucked up speeches, we're going to try to change. And we're not going to do this anymore. That'd be great if they had Mickey come out and do those. And just be like, oh, hey, everybody. I've been fucking a lot of kids lately, but uh, we're going to stop now. So uh, everything's cool. Uh, I'm going to go to Disneyland spend all your money because we're not fucking kids anymore. Uh, we're going to call one out. So uh, I'll see you when you come down. <laughs> I grew up Catholic. Questioning things didn't make a lot of sense. And my parents screwed up because they sent me to science camp the year after eighth grade. <laughs> and then in the year after ninth grade, they sent me to church camp. Uh, like that's, you got that's that the in the wrong order. Because yeah, I right. went to the one that, said, that showed us how to literally do hypotheses and theories and test them in a lab. And we spent a whole week doing that. And then you sent me to that one. And I'm like, well, you can't back up any of this stuff. But so what I found is, as I'm older, people that are adults that are still devout Catholic, most of the ones I've met are just emotionally lazy. It's a great religion for that. It's super dogmatic. It doesn't actually matter what kind of life you live. It doesn't matter what you have in your heart. Just follow these damn rules. Show up here this often. Give this percent. You're going to screw up a lot because you're a dirty, filthy, sinning piece of crap. Just show up in this little box. Tell the guy what you did. He's going to give you some rote memorization to to go outside your four our fathers and three Hail Marys. I did all that for years, you know. And then you get to go back out. Fine, you know, you could also seek spiritual enlightenment and truly learn the, 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 the inner joy comes from helping your fellow man. No? No, you're not going to do that? Okay. Well, then, yeah, just say four Our, our Fathers and three Hail Marys and repent before you on your deathbed and you'll be fine. It really is like balancing your checkbook. They don't expect you to be good. They just expect you to say that you're sorry when you fuck up. So you just need to make sure that you're not overdrawn when you die. Every time you screw up, you say a Hail Mary. It balances out. I go and murder somebody. I can make up for that. Mm-hmm. I do. You just need to give me a mathematical equation. Like, there's a there's a path into heaven. You know, this other shit where I have to be a good person all the time. So Catholicism basically turns God into your bookie. Basically. As long as you pay up at the end. If I'm paid up at the end, you go in. It's amazing. You don't even have to be ahead. You just have to be back at zero. God's answering machine. Hey, God. It's the Pope. So you might be hearing some crazy stuff about what's going on down here. Don't worry. I've got it. Enjoy your vacation. 
Hey, Dad, it's Jesus. I'm going to make you so proud being in charge while you're gone. Jesus, take the wheel! Enjoy your vacation! Hey, uh, it's Mary. So proud of our boy taking charge. Have a good vacation. So, a lot is coming out. It's the kid stuff again. I may have stopped the American bishops from meeting about it. And said the devil is behind anyone who opposes me. Maybe call me when you get this. Dad, I'm really liking this new role. Gonna shake things up and make you proud. So, these nuns of sex slave scandal really came out of nowhere. Call me. Our son says he's going to make a big announcement. I really think you should surprise him and be there. Hi, my name is Larry, and we are buying houses in your area in as-is condition. Hey, uh, this is Rick, VP of Planning down at Corporate. Corporate has already been taking heat from the nepotism fallout of leaving your son in charge. Now he has ordered the apocalypse uh, without filling out Form 48765G. Uh, he needs both the official heavenly seal and a three-fourths vote of the former popes. Uh, please call us back immediately. Mary. Shh, yeah. sh shut up, Joseph. So... Too busy to come to our son's big announcement? Was I too busy to carry a child for nine months when I was already engaged and then had to travel because of some kind of census that just happened to occur after you remarked about how much baby weight I put on? Hi, my name is Larry, and we are buying houses in your area in as-is condition. So, I kind of chose the church over the kids in this one, but... To be fair, the you before you had a kid was kind of harsh, too. Call me. Oh, and I may have blamed the devil, even though we both know he's been on a drug binge since the 60s. No, no dance now, ladies. Dad, don't know how you do it. These douchebags at corporate just don't get it. You don't build a table without hammering in a few nails. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Alright, come back, ladies. So things are really getting out of hand. I kind of inadvertently legitimized blaming the devil for every horrible thing, absolving everyone's bad actions. My bad. Call me as soon as you can. Hi, my name is Larry, and we are buying houses in your area in as-is condition. He won't come out and say it, but your son is cracking under the pressure, and as usual, you aren't here. By the way, when you were around two millennia ago, when I was in my experimental phase, I was with the Holy Spirit, too. Maybe it's the Father. Hey, the Pope again. Don't freak out, but they just put out a warrant for the devil's arrest for everyone's crimes, and... If we don't pin this on that clown, the whole deck of cards is crashing down, man. Oh, and I kind of threatened your wrath on whoever was causing the kid and non-molesting stuff, so... Yeah. Call me. 
Howdy. My name is Horace Alabaster III. And when I was just a young pup, my grandpappy sat me on his knee and said, Boy, what a man does in his automobile is his own goddamn business. And that's how we've been doing business at No Questions Asked Used Cars for the last 75 years. At No Questions Asked Used Cars, you will find armored trucks, getaway cars, and of course, the largest selection of windowless vans in the Tri-County area. Buying a car from those other dealerships feels like a goddamn inquisition. What's your name? Are you bleeding? Didn't I see you on Dateline? At No Questions Asked Used Cars, we let our customers ask the questions. How does this baby handle on a crowded sidewalk? Like a dream, or should I say a nightmare? Is this a uh, windowless van soundproof? What's that? I couldn't hear you. I was inside the van. Do you sell hybrids? If and you mean a half Winnebago, half chemistry lab, what color do you want it in? Where's the nearest government building? Uh-oh. Sounds like someone needs to swing by no questions asked guns and ammo for some C4. Uh, can this ice cream truck outrun a police cruiser? What are you? Some kind of pedo child sex pervert? Is not something you'll ever hear at No Questions Asked Used Cars. So what are you waiting for? Come on down today and take advantage of our special trade-in offer. We'll give you double the value of your trade-in, and all the contents of your trunk will be disposed of with maximum discretion at no charge. We might not keep accurate sales or make for very cooperative witnesses. But we have been awarded the Blue Ribbon Seal of Approval from Modern Felon Magazine five years in a row. Inconveniently located off the unmarked Route 9 frontage road behind the cheap whiskey distillery. No questions asked, used cars. We didn't see nothing. Chad? Okay. Shut the door behind you and prepare to have your mind blown. Dude, this better be good. Dude, what's all these candles? And is that a pentagram on your floor? What the hell, Chad? Thirteen black candles to be exact. And the pentagram is made of salt. Bro, we're going to summon a demon. Are you insane? How would we do that? Why would we do that? I think I better bail. Um, See you at school tomorrow, dude. If you're not swimming in a lake of fire. You're not going anywhere. Besides, this was all your idea. My idea? Yeah. Remember last week when you said your soccer coach benched you and you hoped he burned in hell? Well, I hit the dark web, got my Harry Potter mystical seance shit, watched a couple of YouTube videos, and now I'm ready to make that happen. We're going to conjure a dark lord right here, right now. You and me. And he's going to drag that D-bag coach of yours down to the fiery depths. So sit the fuck down. Worst thing that can happen is they cancel soccer, and then you and I will have more time to hang. You know, I don't think coach was that out of line. He was just trying to motivate me. No way, Bidejo. You're not backing out of this. It's go time. The candles are all lit, son. Now I'm just going to stand in the middle of this pentagram and text a sacred incantation to star 666 and... <coughs> Whoa, what a ride. I mean, who dares summon the all-evil, most malevolent Jimmy the Demon? We have conjured you and transported you to our mortal realm to do our bidding, oh great and powerful... Wait, did you say your name's Jimmy? That doesn't sound like a very evil name. Well, I'm the only one with horns and hooves. Level 6 demon at your service. 
and you used an Android phone to summon me, right? Right. Look, if you want more sinister spirits to appear, say level 12 or higher, you gotta use an iPhone. It's an inherently more evil device. Anyway, what's poppin'? Well, Jimmy, we have a task for you. We need you to drag a soul back down to hell with you. Hi, Mr. Jimmy Demon, sir. I'm Dylan, and I think my pal Chad here is being a bit hasty. I'm not sure we really need you to condemn a soul to an eternity of torture today. Uh, maybe we can just TP a house or something? Stop being such a gonad. Jimmy's taking his soul back today, aren't you? What? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, them's the rules. When I come up, soul goes down. Hey, is, uh, Full House still on the air? I love that show. Did you guys know Satan and Bob Saget are the same dude? For real. My boss was behind ABC's entire Friday night lineup. Wow, is that a Game Boy Switch? Uh, last time I was on Earth, Game Boys were still black and white. Hey, I heard there are like a dozen Marvel movies now. Do you do to have those on VHS or Laserdisc? Uh, the only movie we get in hell is Phantom Mass. I can conjure up some pizzas and brewskis. We didn't invoke your diabolical ass to Netflix and chill, bro. Are you gonna do our bidding or not? Sure, dudes, that's cool. I get it. Just demon stuff. I catch your drift. Cue my music. Guess I'll get warmed up. Chad, I think you hurt his feelings. During fish sticks night. So? He's here to do what we tell him to do. I don't really make any money off of this, you know? Technically, but I think it's like buying weed from Derek. Sometimes you gotta just hang out for a bit, you know? Like show some interest in him. Could be watching Phantom Menace with the boys. No! Screw you, screw Derek, and double screw this whack-ass demon. I want what I want now! Okay, Jim Bob, listen up. No more playing around. I summoned you here because someone is making Dylan's life miserable, and I want you to vanquish him to hell where they will endure endless, unspeakable torment. Let me get this straight. You're telling me you want me to banish the biggest asshole in Dylan's life to a wretched underworld where said asshole will suffer heretofore unheard of misery in perpetuity. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Snap your fingers and let's do this. Well, amigo, why did you just say that? Ha <laughs> ha. He's gonna have to put some lotion on that thing. Oh. That's just a waiting room to hell. Oh, so terrible. If you use kosher salt, I would have had to put up with that little turd telling me what to do. So, you wanna catch one of those Marvel flicks? Oh, is there one about Nightcrawler? I love that guy. He's all like, poof, and he's there. Poof, and no. he's there. Poof, and he's gone. There's poof, no Nightcrawler movie. Oh, I love that guy. There's this thing with Marvel and Sony. They're working it. Is it dark in here? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Did you ever stop to think about the many uses we make of light, the everyday things around us? and the less obvious application. Light is projected through the negative. You turn up.